gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. So of all the songs that they've had for all the pay-per-views in wrestling, how is this not one of them? Wouldn't this be like a hype, like Rumble song or like SummerSlam song? Yeah, but they, you know the WWE. I mean, man, listen. They have my way. They have my we way all for know this. WrestleMania. Yeah, but that was because of what's-his-face. I'm pretty sure that was... Take it. just died, correct? What are we talking Did you about? say my way? Not, yeah. Limp Bizkit. Oh. You t- said my way. I only know one my way song. Wait, by who? Oh, Sinatra. Yeah. Okay. By who? Okay. Are there's another one. Crazy. Are you serious? We have a wrestling podcast, and you're talking about not knowing my way from WrestleMania. The Stone Cold. I, I understand one of what the you're best. saying now, but you say my way. That's not the first thing a, that comes to a, my mind. On a wrestling podcast, let's let's cut this off right now. On a wrestling on podcast, a wrestling that podcast, would not be the yes, first thing you think and of. I will explain why. I will have Kurt drown you out. How dare Well, maybe he shouldn't have drowned himself in that shotgun. Wow, wow. (laughs) I am the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. (laughs) Sir, Chris, how are you today? Own that comment. Holy (laughs) shit. Out of the gate, uh, I am okay. I just I got to soil myself. With a comment. Jesus. I would like to make one amendment to the comment that I made. Please, <laughs> please do. I would like to twist the joke around ever so slightly. Okay. Um. <laughs> Good God. You mean like how Courtney Love drowned Kurt Cobain in that shotgun? Wow. You think that made it better? I think so. Okay. I do. I genuinely think that made it better for most people, except. <laughs> 
for you. All right. I deserved that one at least. Jeez. Oh, my God. I hope the ghost of Kurt Cobain comes and haunts your dreams. I hope he doesn't. I'm a really big fan of uh, Nirvana. I hate Seattle, but I do love Nirvana. And I'm a big fan of the 27 Club, which is a weird thing to be a fan of. That is a weird thing to be a fan of. Yeah, I always found it fascinating. I don't know why. It is is a very random, like, coincidental number, but it's a very weird thing to be a fan of. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, why do you hate Seattle? Because of the Seahawks? Yes. Have you ever been? Yes. It's a lovely, I have. lovely city. I was very young. I don't remember a lick of it, but uh It's a great city. Uh I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm over it. I think it really is. Very nice city. Uh I think better than Tiff, I would only uh, go to Seattle to go through Seattle and into like Vancouver. Or <laughs> saying Canada. Uh, way better than San Francisco. I would I would definitely recommend Seattle way more. All right. And that will be the last episode of the Sons of Sam podcast, everyone. How dare you defame the great city of San Francisco? Please. You know how much shit I'm going to get now from it? About this. The, I'm going to just get a load. Steven's going to text me a load of shit. You know San Francisco sucks. It does. Uh, I've never. Fuck been. you. I, I don't know. Uh, who knows? With all due respect. Fuck <laughs> you. San Francisco's awesome. Name another place, uh, name another state uh-huh. in particular where sure. you can get a t-shirt that says the governor on it <laughs> back I, in 2007. I was going to say, I'm what? not talking about now. Are you dating yourself? I'm talking about now. Okay. Talk about back then got when it. he was actually the governor. <laughs> uh, I'll pass. Um, let's see here. So really not much of anything going on this week other than uh, just building up for uh, Clash of the Castle. Uh, I will mention we have a couple very pull-out-of-your-ass stories uh, for this week. Uh, I forgot to mention also back a couple weeks ago when we recorded. Uh, so before SummerSlam, I'm so, sorry, after SummerSlam, if you watch SummerSlam, which was, again, one of the best pay-per-views of the, of the year, uh, they have this new show called This Is Awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's it's awesome. It is an awesome show uh, based on just random things. So they had the best SummerSlam moments. Uh, the next week they had best ring entrances, which I thought was, was very cool. Get to learn as far as like who, uh, uh, how they came out, Triple H and his music and, and uh, a lot of Jimmy Hart, apparently, I, which I didn't know after all this time that he did a lot of music. He did uh, Million Dollar Man's music. Uh, he did the Wolfpack, uh, NWO. The um, Mouth of the South. Mouth of the South. So... And the the uh, in this episode, this particular episode after SummerSlam, uh, again forgot to mention this, which I found hysterical. They interview uh, past and current wrestlers, mostly current wrestlers, and one of them happens to be Riddle, and yes. he is blitzed out of his mind. And, <laughs> and the, the the best part is that he comes up with these coherent thoughts, coherent thoughts that come out. As slow as humanly possible, and his eyes, yep. his eyes. I'm taking my glasses off. His eyes are like this the entire the entire interview. Every time they talk to him, like it's very short blurbs, and then they cut to somebody else who is not high off his ass, and then they cut back to him, and he's his eyes are like this, and just yeah, and it was great. Summer Slam. It was. I just found it hysterical how they didn't care to like wait till he sobered up and just recorded him while high off his ass. His his brain is fried like a fucking chicken tender. It's exactly what it <laughs> like is. Like a chicken. There's no, there's no other. There's no other thing around it. He's just. It's either one or two things. His brain is either shoot fried, <laughs> like every brain cell is gone. However, he's still able to like 
make not but, every brain cell, just say, the 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 speed talking brain cell in your brain. <laughs> the speed talking brain cell. I was gonna say yeah, that he, one uh, gone. He, I mean, he cut like Pluto as a planet a couple years ago. <laughs> gone, gone. <laughs> Dwarf planet gone. He listen on on Raw. He cut a promo. He ran in, did the whole thing with with uh, Rollins, who got a huge pop uh, for that entire segment. Came back, did uh did the interview backstage. He sounded fine. Like I he, haven't seen that type of old school interview segment in a while. I know. That via satellite, and then he just shows and up. He's I'm there. actually <laughs> in the arena. I'm actually here. Which they all did the same thing. It wasn't like uh, ever changed. <laughs> so now Triple H is just unveiling that part of the business. Um, yeah. So I just found it very funny that he was just completely high off his ass. And every and even in the other one, the new one about the ring entrances, he was high off his ass. They must have just all did these on the same day because he had the same clothes on, same look. High off his ass. And now he's just leaning into this kid. Now he's going to sell 420 Riddle shirts. Uh, www.shop.com. How much? Yeah, dude. How, what's RKO the discount today? 420 says, I just smoked your ass. <laughs> just smoked your ass. I that mean, should be dude, the back of the shirt. How it much? is. Is it? No. Yeah. No, stop. I swear, dude. Right now, go on to www.shop.com. Shop. Free plug. Huh? Shout out. No free shout yeah. out of the week. Yeah, because that, that's what they need. Um. See, free shipping on orders over $24. See, that's not the discount I want. They always have random discounts, and that's, I don't know. Let me see. First of all, the very first shirt is Roman Reigns. Acknowledge your daddy. <laughs> Tribal Chief is my dad. I, all right. I recently saw a, uh Instagram ad that came across my feed that was a picture of a, a baby onesie mm. that across... <laughs> Across the butt had RKO, okay, like Randy Orton shorts, uh. and in the front had diaper killer. <laughs> genius, just absolutely right? That's genius. That's that's great, right? Oh man, it was awesome. Oh wait, hold on. Before I get to riddled merchandise on the shop here, I want to go to. I, I missed Reggie. I, I don't know where he is and his. Fitness. He's got merch. He's got a Reggie ten and a half by thirteen plaque. And that's going what? going for thirty bucks. It's a plaque of his picture. Yeah, no, I'm out. Thirty I'm bucks. Out. It's thirty bucks. You get free shipping. I'm out. You get free shipping on that. Uh, let's see, Riddle. Okay. You know what I've been looking into on on WWE Shop <laughs> since apparently we're just going through our 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 outdated shopping carts at this point. Oh, oh my God, you're right. I know I'm right, but son really quickly, uh, they have mini belts uh-huh. that it, I'm pretty sure it can act as like a bracelet. Mm-hmm. So I just want like a mini belt to display somewhere in my room. Just the mini one. I haven't deserved the big one yet. But just the mini one? Get the big one. I should get the big one. Don't waste your time. Which one should I get? Uh, The one now. I mean, the spinner belt is is awesome because it's just way cooler. But You want to know which one I really, really want? Hmm. The big yellow one. The big yellow one. Okay. The world heavyweight championship belt. Uh Uh-huh. That one's nice. It's that huge. one feels like an actual like legit belt. It feels like a like a actual belt, like oh. a like a shoot belt. It's uh... not something that holds up your pants, but it does say RKO four twenty says I just smoked your ass. I mean, I'm, I'll share my screen with you right now. This is uh, absolutely amazing for twenty seven ninety nine. Oh, free shipping! Free shipping. <laughs> wait, <there's> a, <laughs> hold on, there's a coupon. Let me click that button. See discount applied. Oh, wait, they don't have my size though. Two X's out. Uh, three X's in though. It's gonna swim on me. I'll get it for you. Wear it to bed. 
with the code 3x i'm adding it to my car rko rk bro 420 says i just smoked your ass and shipping discount is applied yay free shipping that's great hey free shipping <laughs> lovely what an awesome shirt um let's see here what else let's stay with wwe here uh i was seeing the trailer for uh black adam and the rock was talking about uh really quickly do you remember when he just i don't remember if it was the rock exactly but some people wanted it just to be adam yes am i making that up no you're not all right cool yeah i don't know why that really that that thought came across my head and i go yeah did i I make that up or not i remember people saying that i was like why would you even do that yeah um we had we had the question yesterday uh uh segue um we had the question yesterday during trivia uh why does shazam and black adam have the the lightning bolt on their chest and a nerd super nerd came up to me and said that question's incorrect so why is that question incorrect because his name's not shazam it's captain marvel it's like okay all right all right nerd please go back technically Uh... uh, All right, go hard. Sit the fuck down and drink your goddamn pina colada like like a pussy. No points. Uh, The Rock said in early 2013 he had a feud with uh, CM Punk, who was uh, the champion at the time, on a go-home show for the Royal Rumble 2013. I remember this episode vividly. Uh, The Rock was brutally attacked by the Shield. And following following the attack, he was talking to... uh, um, in a live session, Instagram live session with Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, and former WWE writer Brian Gerwitz, who they interview all Brian the time. Brian Gerwitz. No, is that Gerwitz? Gerwitz? Yeah. It's Gerwitz. Gerwitz. Uh, they interview all the time on, on the network. Uh, he recalled that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns had had different reactions when they powerbombed his ass. And The Rock goes on to say, you know what was really cool? When The Shield attacked me before WrestleMania and powerbombed me, I remember Seth. I was on Roman's shoulders. He threw me down so hard on the mat. It busted my blood vessels. Started, uh, blood started coming out of my mouth. Roman looked down and was like, "You okay, Us?" And as far as I can answer, Seth was like, "Who gives a shit?" and walked away. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh man. man, he's he's dedicated to the fucking character. Yeah, no, he was that. he was into the character. Um, and then the article goes on to say that it's very high, highly likely that The Rock will be facing Reigns at uh, at Mania. He um, fucking better, man. We've been talking about this for the last two years. If there's one thing, if there's legit Mm. if there is one thing that should be carried over from the vince era to the hunter era it's that roman Reigns should face the rock at wrestlemania 39 Mm. and i think that was already in the plans but now it has to be executed and triple h has to stay the course on that Mm. don't make up some triple h for all intents and purposes has been well no pun intended giving the people what they want Mm. and i'm not mad at it I think there's one more big one that we might get fairly soon. Okay. Hopefully. But with all these returns and everything, I'm in. I'm all the way in. I'm all the way in. I'm all the way up. Uh, I watched all three hours of Raw the other day. For the first time in how long? No, okay. I've watched all three <laughs> hours before. Uh-huh. Right? But, but like I said, for the first time in how long? No, I watch it all the time. All three hours. Yeah, but okay. let me finish what I'm going to say, damn it. I don't want to. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Moving Go ahead. On. Go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm at work for most of it, so like occasionally I'll, I'll have to exit out. 
I'll have to, uh, I'll get bored with whatever is going on on Raw, so I'll go on something else on my phone real mm-hmm. quick, go back to Raw, and then catch it for a little bit more. This is the first time where I'm pretty sure it was one or two commercial breaks, and I caught them perfectly, where I exited out, went to go check Instagram, see if I missed anything on, like, ringside news, mm-hmm. see a couple. Never mind. No. And then... uh <laughs> And then go back to Raw. And as I was going back to Raw, it was fading out of black into it was perfect. So I watched all three hours of Raw. Okay. What'd it you, was was good. What do you think? You thought it was good. It was good. Yeah. Actually, I take that back. I did miss the Dexter Loomis part because I had to help one of my uh someone at work. Two weeks ago. No, this past week. Where was Dexter Loomis this past week on Raw? I'm pretty uh there were people, if I'm not mistaken. Are we talking about we last week? Clip after. We missed last week. Just, just we like missed that. last week. You're yeah. absolutely correct. I, I saw that. The card that the was car crazy. In the background, which was great. I thought. I thought that was amazing story. I didn't even notice that at first. See, this is one of the times I went and I checked Twitter and I kept on seeing people talk about this car crash. Yeah, no, I noticed immediately because the fuck was that? It was Kevin Owens talking, and yeah, we since we were off last week, uh, Kevin Owens was talking, and you just see Dewdrop. It was like, you, <laughs> what the hell is Dewdrop and Ad, and uh, Nikki Ash doing in the background? And they're just yeah, they're just weird. flailing their arms, like pointing at the like like uh, overreact overacting with pointing out this damn car and uh yeah i just thought it was and i didn't I think cool. anything of it and then there was another there was another scene in the next hour that i think aj styles might have been on the screen and someone had uh people started running by mm-hmm. didn't think anything of it yep. actually that was the first one where i thought that might lead to something and then at the very end you see this aj styles wins the the main event mm-hmm you see this scuffle going on on the other side of the barrier in the crowd and these security guards lift up this dude in a, in a hoodie and boom, blonde hair and a mustache. <laughs> mustache ain't Tom Selleck, bud. That's Dexter Loomis. <laughs> it was such a throwaway, too. That was so awesome. Just like it looked like they, it, legit fans were just looking down. I'm like, oh, crap, they're, they're taking somebody out. And I don't then, remember you hear Corey ever Graves, being. Corey Graves is like, was that Dexter? Yeah, was that Dexter? De- De- such an awesome, just a great throwaway. Love it. And Pat, going back a little bit further, Pat had somewhat of a similar reaction to when Karrion Cross debuted on SmackDown. Because mm. because even Cole goes, is that? Mm-hmm. And Pat's like, is Karrion K- Cross? <laughs> what? Yeah. But uh, I, I just want to put it to you like this. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Hunter. Because something, something is happening. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. For the first time in a long, well, you know probably since the, the entire time this show has been on the air, mm. for the first time in a long time, there are certain things I don't know where they are headed in WWE, and I'm totally on board for this ride. I think he's, as, as am I, and because uh, so, so far so good, uh, I think he has taken on storylines that he needs to correct the path on. And so you, you kind of see like he's, he let uh, kind of like Austin Theory kind of simmered down a little bit, came back this week, uh, uh, pairing up like, you know, different, different uh, tag teams this week. He had uh, Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. It was like, okay, they still, they still lost, but it was a great match. Um, no, he, he it's, it feels like he's just taking whatever he had or what, whatever was given or the running lines, the running storylines and kind of having to alter to fit his you know criteria but so far it's really good he's giving everyone a reason to stay 
you know what it is and that, and that has to be the first piece of business for him i i i, I hate doing this because i feel this is like a, a a trope that people do but when it comes to like when we watch AEW, and the reason why i for me the reason why i enjoy AEW so much is because of the storylines are really good and the matches are insane and the matches aren't insane for two minutes the matches are insane for a commercial segment so you'll go through two segments and you'll get a match that's about 10 minutes long and it's really good where now it seems like not, i'm not saying that he took that that model from them because they've done it before they're pretty much the originators of it but they've gone back to giving out a storyline in a match not just a storyline promo backstage but actually storyline in the match and having these matches go several minutes starting off a night with women fighting you know, uh, and having drew mcintyre basically just throw away the vince mcmahon script and say you know what screw the sports entertainment part let's let's wrestle so this this entire like and i feel like triple h, triple h told him listen say this <laughs> just do me a favor and say this so we, we can kind of put away the whole nonsense of these banned words and it just it made absolutely no sense but the era is is definitely different, and they're making note of it on on camera too, as saying it's a new era. Why is it a new era? Well, because your boss just got screwed over by paying too much to silence people. Now, could you imagine? I just want to point out two things. Number one, imagine if Hunter never came out. What was that? Ten years ago at this point, and quote unquote relieve Vince McMahon of his duties on television. You remember that? I don't. Triple H with long hair, like newly minted suit and tie Triple H. Just like authority Triple H? Yeah, like the beginning of that. Okay. When he came out on air and he started crying and everything, mm -hmm. saying, I'm sorry to do this. I talked at the board. You're out. I'm in mm -hmm. type of thing. Mm -hmm. And no one believed it. I'm pretty sure that's what led up to a, a little bit later, but that's what led up to the, the pipe bomb. It was right before that. Okay. So... That's a crazy piece of business, and imagine if that had happened recently. Yeah. I think that would have been more impactful if that had happened more recent than anything else. The other thing was, could you imagine, looking back on it, that the most successful member of the curtain call would be Triple H? Yeah. Imagine, I, I, if, imagine if he had never gotten punished for that. So... <laughs> So weird enough, just scrolling through the the network again, and they were playing um, Rumble from Royal Rumble. Uh, it was like his his first year there, and like ninety five, something like that. Uh, yeah, it was like ninety five, ninety six, and mm -hmm. he coming out as Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and you see him yes. with like you the know, Connecticut blue blood. Yes, with the the ponytail, <laughs> and I, watching that and knowing where it led to is so weird because it's he, crazy. He, ran, he runs out. No pop, nothing. There's zero. There's silence, and so seeing that from that to fast forward to the show, this is awesome, and seeing his entrance and how they're breaking down him, him coming down, and all the WrestleMania uh, intros that he has, and him spitting the water, like he's one of the the best in evolution of a character probably ever, because he's literally damn, went dude, from you're nothing. Just loaded with puns today. I really am. Went from break nothing it down break evolution. It down. God damn! What oh, do you look got? at that. See, I, I was. And now he's got the most no pun authority in the WWE. <laughs> that was no pun intended. That's the genius of my my mind. Uh, it was just it's just weird. It was just all all that to say. It was just weird seeing him kind of with this evolution. Now he's running the damn company, 
and yeah, the the of the click of the curtain call. It's he's the, it's the most famous one. That's the that's the most ridiculous one. And in the and the really weird as far as that because we were talking about that too. That if this one fan did not sneak in this camera into MSG, he would not have the the fall from grace that he had. So it was basically this this one fan's fault. They didn't have cell phone cameras back then. This guy snuck in a camera, got the the footage in a in a steel cage, and that was almost the beginning of the end for Triple H's career. So you know, you know how he got the whole gimmick behind the scenes, right? How he came to be uh, when he got injured the first time. What was that? Two thousand two. I'd have to look it up. Something like that. The first time he got injured, mm. he was working a lot backstage just like overseeing things right so he was seeing how the backstage part of it was being conducted he got close with stephanie mcmahon <laughs> literally they became a thing then the whole uh the whole on-screen thing happened mm. they got married you know all that is history poor test i could make the argument that if you don't have the curtain call okay if you have the curtain call being recorded you may not have hit it. Triple H's career could have skyrocketed from there as opposed to being suspended for a little bit. Right. And you would have never had uh stone cold. So yeah. arguably who uh, someone else could be running the fucking company. We right can now. do a what if for wrestling as well. And that would be, that has to be up there as far as what would happen if that curtain call didn't happen. Can I tell you the end of that? What if? Sure. It's Triple H, not Jeff Jarrett and Ric Flair's last match. Huh. What do you think? So you're saying yeah. that you're saying that this butterfly effect, he oh. doesn't become the authority figure that he is. He, he becomes... stays wrestling, does all that stuff, has his own school, shit like that, and then eventually leads to him being the uh well, guest referee at, you at, at SummerSlam. <laughs> and being useless and there working rick flair the same <laughs> night <laughs> wow 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 okay all right you know what i see i like this game i like i like seeing what if like so yeah there'll be no stone cold. wrestling's what if there'll be no stone cold but then what would it be yeah, but, no stone cold but triple h would be in that spot and he'd be the best but here's the thing we superstar of all time would have no? happened we don't know what would have happened what would have had, would Triple H have taken it as well as Stone Cold Steve Austin did? It, Stone Cold worked for that that intro. Uh, his his debut was that King of the Ring. I, I, you can talk about everything else before that and, and being the ringmaster and stunning Steve, all that stuff in WCW. His his actual birth happened at King of the Ring, and so because that was supposed to be Triple H's spot, it worked for Stone Cold because it was also Jake the Snake Roberts in that match too. Nobody gives credit to that because the, at the time, Jake Roberts had this holier-than-thou kind of uh, gimmick that he was he was pushing. And yep. so that's how 316 came about. So one he thing led to John another, led to another. Promo. One thing led to another, led to another. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. that, that it was the curtain call was the, the start of all that. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane to think about, that that one video created a character that was the greatest character of all time. And again, Stone Cold could have been created somewhere else. You just wouldn't have known. But it worked so well because it was Jake the Snake Roberts. And you came up with 316 in that moment. It wouldn't have worked any other time or with anybody else. People don't give enough credit to Michael P.S. Hayes in that segment. Because you forget right before that they go, 
Jake just cut a, a promo, a, a religious, like a religious based mm-hmm. promo on you. Mm-hmm. You're going to go do this now. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, talk about your Psalms <laughs> or about John three sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, that one video, that guy sneaking that camera, by the way, sneaking a camera, that was uh, MSG, correct? That was I'm MSG. Not mistaken. That's correct. Sneaking a camera, a camera, a, cam- a uh, camcorder. I, I can't stress this enough. A 1996 era camcorder. I mean, this is 95 at this point. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they debuted. Oh, in yeah. WCW. Because King of the Ring was later on in the year 96. You're right. correct. So, all right. Even better, ninety-five, mm-hmm. a camcorder. They you didn't even have a, ca- a a camera. Was still considered something that you f- it was flash a l- photography, luxury item. <laughs> exactly. Then. How in the world do you sneak it in to <laughs> Madison Square Garden? Granted, not as much security as you have post nine eleven and stuff like that. Right. But still, I'm looking. That's a large piece <laughs> of it, artillery. It really is. I'm looking. At, I just typed in 1995 camcorder, and they have, <laughs> they have the smaller ones, which are pretty pretty much like like looks like a, a like a small brick, like they're not like the huge ones, like the original ones, but it's like a small yeah, brick. Yeah, dude. It's not like sneaking a vape pen in somewhere. It's not. You can't you just still... hide that thing in between your legs. <laughs> it's not like you. Yeah, it really. It's not like you can just put it in your pocket and, and walk away. This is. It's. It's not that small. So yeah. Anyway. Um. We we sh- next week I would like to go down a road of another what if like if there's something that would have happened that chain events butterfly effect of something else that would have happened had it not been for something else. Interesting. I, I'm I'm liking this uh this road we've taken here. Uh, I can on. tell you one that that pops into my head. What if the Young Bucks had actually signed their first offer from WWE? From WWE. What if AJ Styles had signed his first offer from WWE? They wouldn't have worked. That's more new ones. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have. No. No. That's a weird. Absolutely not. It's a weird. That what if Sting had jumped ship? Uh. Hmm. That might have worked. That, that might have worked. That might have worked because I mean, by looking at like Big Show and Jericho and the Radicals, like that worked. So it it probably with Sting, probably the most famous of them all, that, that would have worked. I think. Ironically, though. And not not any fault of of his, but a big man's. But he fighting Triple H and getting squashed at at Mania just kind of, according to him, I, cemented the fact of the reason why he really didn't want to go over to WWE. I don't think that uh, Sting, if Sting had actually signed with W, let's not even say jumping ship. Once WCW had folded, mm. once it had got bought out, and then Vince McMahon killed it. If Sting came then, like with Booker T and stuff like that, Goldberg, all that, all, all those guys, if he had come over then, I think number one, he might be retired by now. Number two, you definitely don't have that that uh, injury from Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and I don't think we get this stuff with Darby Allen. I don't even think AEW would even be a thing because of Sting. No, I mean oh. <laughs> that's that's a leap. Relax, that's a leap. You also said the word bought, and I just want to point that out. That's I don't think that's a word. Bought? You said yeah. Right, hold on, what's the What's the past tense of buy? Bought. You what did I say? Boughten. Did I? Yeah. Oh my bad. Yeah, it's early. All right, bro. It's, it's early. It's noon. It's really <laughs> Cut the shit. Wake up. <laughs> um. 
what else? What else are we talking about here? Let's see more news that we pulled out of our asses here. Uh, oh, we can go out of we can go into the returns if you want. Let's do that. Since we're on the Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train. Since we're talking about Triple H, Mr. Helmsley, Blue Blood. Um, yeah. So the last uh, couple of weeks we've had returns of NXTers, of other former main roster guys that were let go in whatever Black Wednesday in the last two two years you want to bring up. And uh, I'm 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 happy for every single return. Me too. I am ecstatic, and I can only I could only hope and pray to see where this leads exactly. Mm. I have a list of names. All of these names have returned within the past what month? Month and a half, sure. Uh, not even when was SummerSlam? SummerSlam was. Less than a month ago. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. And in, in the past month, these names have returned. Mm-hmm. Dakota Kai. And one could be uh, one could be persuaded to say EO Sky was also somewhat of a return. We haven't seen her on Did- NXT in a while. Granted, Dakota was just released. She mm-hmm. was straight up that's gone. A, that's a real that's completely. a return return. That's that's the return return. Yeah. yeah. But if you know EO was in serious consideration of just leaving after her contract had expired. Mm-hmm. So I think this also gave her a little bit of new life into uh, into the business, as people would say. Sure, sure. A big one that no one saw coming, carrying Cross with Scarlet, I think is the biggest thing about it. With, with Scarlet. Scarlet. With Scarlet. With Scarlet. That's the best. I, I cannot wait. We're going to get to see, I hope and pray that Karrion Cross has a match at in, in Cardiff. I don't know if he does mm. exactly, but I hope he has a match in, in Wales at Clash of the Castle because that entrance, we've never seen his NXT entrance in front of a crowd. Yeah, he had that bootleg character that McMahon came up with. Yeah, 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 the bondage character. Yeah, <laughs> bondage cross. Uh, yes, bondage cross. Uh huh. Looking like Sean Connery. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah, Sean Connery. Sean Connery and whatever that movie was from the sixties. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm. And uh, but that entrance in front of what seventy thousand people, mm. roughly. It's a long. That's going to be insane. That's a long ass entrance. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that is a long entrance, especially for uh. SummerSlam ramp, uh, but yeah, very better very... put that thing on on point five x speed. Yeah, <laughs> just run. Give that man enough time to freaking please move, move faster. Yeah, exactly, move faster. Who else? Um, I believe the next one is Dexter Loomis, which we had mentioned the earlier. Mentioned Dexter Loomis. Yep, about his return. That is where I I want to see what's where's where that's going. Yeah, last we saw him, he just got married. So congratulations! But then uh, that was uh, yeah. That was but then he it. got released, and then he got released. So his wife had to, Indy had to uh, pay the bills for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, his wife and his tag team partner both got released. That's uh, I mean, his her husband mm-hmm. and her tag team partner both got released. Yeah. That's a uh, solo crazy month to be in. Her hot tag team partner, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> love it right. i love it uh so hot. yeah so dexter loomis that's going to be interesting to see where that uh, yes where that ends up hit row which 
is the actual original iteration of said hit row. Apparently, because they made it clear. <laughs> the OG. Made it very, they did. OG. And yeah. I, I had thought about that, and I go, I don't think that's true. Swerve was in it. And then I believe I heard uh, AJ Francis, otherwise known as Top Dollar, hmm. uh, somewhere over the radio talking about how the three of them, uh, Top Dollar, B-Fab, and Ashanti the Adonis, Ashanti the Adonis. were doing it's that brilliant. gimmick at shows or whatever and in NXT in the Performance Center before Swerve got put into the mix. Right, Swerve was a single star, and then he yes, he it made him look like he recruited these three. But yes, we were already there. Um, undercard kind of deal NXT before. He's exactly. Yeah. So that was good. It, I, I'm happy that they're. And this supports my theory about new kayfabe, about kayfabe still being alive. Mm. They're using multiple media platforms in order to give you the full context of the story. Right. And I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Uh, but that was it as far as the returns goes. So the question is going to be arisen. Who's next? <laughs> who's next? <sighs> when the hell does Bray Wyatt get back here? That's where my head was going. <laughs> when the hell is Bray Wyatt coming in? It's all Obviously because it's not AEW. Because we got all this talk about AEW, AEW. And it would have happened already. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Triple H is, is going to pull the, the Bruno card on all these guys and be like come on it's it's me now come on <laughs> we're, we're good it's a safe space come on come back did we work well together <laughs> well i mean yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah did you work together well with the other guy <laughs> Which we're not, not really no not really well, the other guy's gone so you want to work well with me again all right do you have a job no okay well there you go <laughs> <laughs> do you have a job no no <laughs> other people have jobs <laughs> not me you have a story. <laughs> <laughs> so deep. Uh, speaking of working for the other guy, uh, Rene Paquette. Paquette. Uh, Paquette. Paquette. I thought it was Paquette. Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, Think of like packet, but like the emphasis is on the E. Paquetti. No. Like spaghetti. Uh, like spaghetti. How do you spell packet? Uh, P-A-C-K-E-T. All right, now think of that word, but instead of the emphasis on the A, packet, the emphasis is on the E, paquette. I see a Q, paquette. Okay, pa moving on. What is this good known for nowadays? Paquetti. Uh, so on, uh, well, speaking on her show, The Sessions, which she just yes, got oral out of there. <laughs> dropped the oral, apparently. I'm uh, assuming after she became a mother, she goes, ah, probably not the best thing. Yeah. It's a funny joke. It's good rib. Ha ha. I mean, but I have a daughter now. So okay, but the, the other episodes are still there. It's not like she can't like go on the internet in the future and be like, Mom, what is what was the difference between sessions and oral sessions? Well, your father and I had an interesting lifestyle back in the <laughs> Vegas is a weird time. Yeah, we, so we you know, when we had you, we moved back to Cincinnati and you know, you're and an we, Ohio kid. And we love you. Now move now uh, go outside and yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Go. Fremont Street is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Uh, by the way, did you see the 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 flooding in in Vegas? It's such a segue. The flooding in Vegas, like all the casinos getting flooded out. No, that sounds like an oxymoron. If I'm being honest, it, it was. You just see pictures of like the water coming through all the big screens, especially in the in the sports books, like just water pouring out of the screens. 
it was flooding in vegas quite the scene yeah it was like they had flash flooding two times uh in the last two weeks it sounds like snow in death valley you understand what flooding in vegas go watch the video you see like mgm just getting flooded out damn dude absolutely insane anyway she said uh she was talking about vince and being on raw and she said a quote there was times when vince would for sure be in my ear but i'll tell you what was really tough about that was hearing him there were so many times where we were like where i was like could you repeat that again like i just couldn't hear him i don't know if it was a me problem i don't know if it was him mumbling but there were definitely times where he was talking to me but i could not tell you what he was trying to say he kind of gave me shit for something. I can't remember what. I think it might have been during a Firefly Funhouse bit, which was a mouthful to begin with, unquote. Um, I also bring this up because now they have Taz on the commentary for AEW. And yes. you hear the stories about uh, uh, Mick Foley on commentary and him bitching and moaning that he kept getting yelled at by Vince about, uh, you know, say this, say this. And Taz would say the same thing, too. So it was just hearing her kind of reiterate the same thing I, I can't imagine you working in this and just having him like scream in your ear what to say yeah that's why i was i was very intrigued when pat mcafee had first gotten uh first gotten hired as the the you know head commentator on on smackdown mm-hmm. head analyst on smackdown i yep. guess you would call him right and i everybody he had he, uh pat had even brought it up in his in his uh daily show he was like everybody kept on asking me if i, I had you know vince in my ear vince in my ear he's like i mean there was a couple segments where he would he would chime in and be like, you got to hit this and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that was it, really. Right. So I wonder if that was like people are over exaggerating what he said, what what Vince is doing in their ear or if Pat is just a fucking God at everything he does. <laughs> I mean, there's only two other options, right? Jeez, get down on both knees and suck. Good God. Um, I mean, come on. You don't got to make it weird. You, me. Yeah, you made it weird, dude. I made it weird. I'll make it weird. You made dude. it weird about bringing up shotguns to the face. That's that's when it got weird. No, that was a joke. That was pure comedy based. <laughs> hysterical. Hi, hilarious. Uh, you want to hear something hysterical? Name the third member of uh, Nirvana. Uh, didn't he pass away? No. Oh, it was Foo Fighters. Um, yeah. Taylor Hawkins. How yeah, dare Taylor. you, sir? No, I forgot. Uh, How dare you? How dare you? I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. That's the funny part about it. <laughs> no one knows. No idea. You know, Kurt. You know, Dave. Uh-huh. That's... I don't know who plays bass, if I'm being honest. I, mean, I could look it up. I really don't care at this point. No, I, I don't um, care either. <laughs> moving on. Uh, I found this interesting. Um, so I guess you can just go wherever you want to go. But uh, Hall of Famer Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It looks like he's going to appear on uh, AEW Dynamite tonight. Tonight? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I said tonight. I thought that said soon. Yeah, uh, I said, uh, let's see here. Tony Khan posting on Twitter for tomorrow. tomorrow's Wednesday Night Dynamite, presented by HBO's House of the Dragon. The promotions uh, are, are plentiful. Uh, Get it? Get it? We have the okay. perfect special guest timekeeper for the event, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, one of the greatest and pro wrestlers of all time. let me guess what the main event is going to be. Uh, it has not been revealed if he will be the timekeeper for the entire event or just one match, but either way, fans should be excited. Uh, please. Main event, the American <coughs> dragon, Brian Danielson, uh, versus the self-proclaimed, again, <coughs> dragon slayer, mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia. I, I would assume you'd be right in a two out of three falls match. Um, in a two out of three falls match presented by HBO Max's <laughs> House of the House of, again, 
<clears throat> dragon house of the dragon house of the dragon so there's that match we have uh, a trios championship quarterfinal with the young bucks and a mystery partner taking on uh, Roosh Andrade and Dragon Lee a lot of dragons tonight you know you know we're gonna hear a lot of dragons tonight <laughs> <laughs> there's a title <laughs> write that down a lot of dragons tonight uh, <laughs> dragon D's nuts <laughs> Um, that's just a gimme. <laughs> that's just a gimme. Uh, Tony Storm is fighting, and then Varsity Club. Wait, wait, wait! The mystery partner. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. I think you know what we're gonna hear for the first time. If you smell, no, good. What? No, 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 no. This is where we're gonna hear for the first time in a mm-hmm. very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Hailing not too far away from North Carolina. <laughs> you imagine. Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan, yes. In in all there his, it is. in all his fifty um, fifty year old glory. Yeah, no, Kenny time. Omega, I believe, is gonna be Wow. He could. I mean Kenny Omega is gonna be the uh That's your main event then. Why why is that Kenny Omega second the second to last? If that's Kenny Omega, it should be the main event. You started off with that. Because it's a match, it's not a run in. Although I really want it to be hanging. That's true. Like really, really want it to be hanging. Yeah. I, I don't see that happening after last week. After the very cringeworthy segment that they had with uh, them about to make out. Um, oh, speaking like of. It has to, though. Uh, it, it would. I Listen, I agree with you. I agree. We should be Kenny. But <sighs> that, that would be awesome if it was. Uh, speaking of AEW and kind of segueing in weirdly. Uh, so Will Ospreay, New Japan, AEW, he, uh, he just uh, admitted that he almost died from a kidney infection back in May. Back in May? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said uh, earlier this year he was out of action due to a kidney infection and had to miss shows for Revolution Pro Wrestling and Warrior Wrestling. He took to Twitter and revealed that he nearly died due to the infection. He said, quote, so it's not really spoken about enough, but May, I nearly died. My infection was that serious. Came back in two weeks. <laughs> Three months from that point, tomorrow I'm in G1 final. Wish I could hear your voices, but I'll fight with everything I've got. Yeah, man. Yeah, so... Yeah, he was he was all kinds of uh, all over the TV, and then he just kind of disappeared. Did that uh, did that last statement not resonate with you at all? Could you read the last thing that Will Ospreay said, please? I wish I could hear your voices. Uh huh. But I'll fight with everything I've got. Did that make any sense to you? Why would he say I wish I could hear your voices? Is he deaf? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'll explain. Apparently, uh-huh. there is. I forgot what uh, Budokan Hall or the or the Sumo Hall. Maybe I, it was one of the halls in in Japan that New Japan runs. One of their very mo- more prestigious halls. Mm. Uh, they because of COVID, they don't allow any chance. Okay, so all of the pro wrestling is done in front of people who are just clapping and the occasional gasp here or there they cannot talk they cannot scream they can't chant they can't do anything so it's silent silent clapping stuff Mm. like that Mm. but i believe it was lance archer i heard talk about this and he was saying that uh in a couple weeks they're going to start selling no boy Oh boy. I just want to, I, I need to clear my throat before I say I, this because it's, it's hilarious. I, I can see where this is going, but go ahead. 
they're going to start selling certain sections of the arena of mm-hmm. the hall mm-hmm. uh where they will allow chanting and oh. it will be for an elevated price i would assume <laughs> have to pay more to speak wow <laughs> can i just i want to reiterate this i'm going to get a little southern on everybody i want to reiterate this very clearly <laughs> uh-huh. very very clearly okay i don't care what anyone says I legitimately don't care what anyone says. You cannot change my mind at this whatsoever. Mm. Okay. The United States of America sure. is the greatest country on earth. So and no one go on. ever who's will be able to that, okay. no one will ever be able to sway me any way otherwise. Sure. Strictly because you would never, mm-hmm. like Jericho says, ever see a type of bullshit like that. I ain't having none of it. <laughs> Thank God for the First Amendment. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Because uh, if we were doing this right. in a country like Japan and they don't like something that we're saying, mm. they can tell us fuck off but luckily we live here and uh freedom of speech is a thing and i love every single second of it so thank you thank you america and god bless america america all right that was the uh put, okay you can patriotic your, portion of this uh of this show you can put your flag down thank you very much uh, CM Punk is not cleared. Still not cleared to, <laughs> to wrestle. That's that my segue from America to CM Punk. Uh, CM Punk is not cleared to wrestle. Uh, still, <clears throat> he uh, he was on with uh, uh, good old Jr. and grilling Jr. and uh, he said that he is not cleared. He said I knew I knew he was in the building. I saw him briefly earlier in the day in the trainers' room. This is someone talking about him. Uh, uh, there's no doubt about it. I think the crowd's reaction would indicate the same. They're ready to see him. Uh, I still don't know how healthy the guy is. He's a tough guy. Uh, his leg is just had surgery on it, so he's still not cleared. But by the time he and uh, Moxley go at it, he will be uh, cleared to go. So there's that. Uh, so all out, right? Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense, right? Chicago. Uh, that's so. All right. Well, he, who goes over? Is Punk going over? I mean, he has to, right? It's Chicago, right? He has to, right? Man, I fucking hate that. Why? I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like the obvious. You don't like when the crowd goes absolutely insane. Or, or if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, then to have Moxie go all the way and have Blackpool Combat Club be a heel faction. I I wouldn't even go that far. I'm just pissed that they're pretty they're pretty much doing this so that he gets so that he wins. If that match takes place anywhere else and CM Punk wins. Mm. The crowd turns on CM Punk. I'm almost certain no, I don't agree the crowd that. would start turning on CM Punk. I don't agree with that. Long Island, yes. Anywhere else, no. <laughs> you Man, fucking, I love that fucking Long Island. You fucking I love that Long, Long Islanders. Island crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if it wasn't for MJF, who I miss dearly, uh, he would not have the hate that he does. AEW crowds in Long Island is like when WWE... Like, Back in the ruthless aggression attitude era, when WWE would go over to to England, 
and you would just hear crazy chants and no you wouldn't know what the fuck to do because right. the, the crowd the, was its own entity they're doing all the football like pitch chants yeah absolutely exactly hmm. we're on the right side <laughs> we're on the right side it's like what what you're just saying that you're in a certain location why do we got a chant about that that was also like when uh when wwf used to go to uh to canada and like when when brett was was heel and he'd go up there and be like the biggest face yeah exactly yeah uh anything else before we just briefly talk about uh things that happened in the last couple of weeks of wrestling no uh so spe- speaking of cm punk return yes uh, said cm punk finally uh, that was that was a cool moment. Uh, Moxie- I need to preface all this. I'm sure. sorry. I need no, to no. preface all this by saying sure, I was sure. not able to watch Dynamite last oh. week. Okay. All right. Now, well, if you know me, you yeah. know I don't miss an episode of live Dynamite. Well, you missed a good one. Okay. I know I missed a good one, and I'm pissed off that I missed a good one, but mm. it was for a good reason. You were helping someone uh, move. No. <laughs> I, don't get, I don't give a fuck if I'm helping you move. I'm getting home. <laughs> I'm getting home for dynamite? Are you fucking crazy? No, no, no. That wouldn't that wouldn't sway me anyway. Uh, you have a box in your hand, and it's seven fifty. You're dropping that the plate of uh, the box of glasses yeah. to uh, I gotta yeah. Go. I whatever go. I'm doing, wherever I am, Time's dynamite's up. going on. Whether I'm at home and it's on TV, or I'm away and I'm I'm I'm, I'm on my phone. Got it. Uh, I was not able to use my phone between the hours of seven thirty and roughly ten p.m. because I was at uh, the Forest Hills Tennis Stadium. Okay. Which I don't know if you knew this was the former location of the US Open. I did not know that. I did not know that either. prior to last week. Okay. Crazy to find that out. Yep. And uh Bill Burr was performing there. Oh sweet. Yeah. So I got to see Bill Burr. Mr. Uh, Keith Robinson opened him for him after Mr. a second stroke. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh Mr. Mandalorian himself, Bill Burr. Yes. He's got an action figure now too. Does he really? That's when you know. Yeah. You, that's when you know you've made it. That's when you have an action figure yep. Star, of all things, Star Wars. No, you, exactly. That's my point. You know, you made it when you can make somewhat. Most of your career is kind of like shitting on Star Wars. It's not a big part of it, but like people know you for that. <laughs> and then, and then they go, "We want you now." Which is why it's so ironic and funny that he's in the show, and he's so good in the show. He's so good in the, the show. Is amazing. Um, but, he's great. But him in the show is 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 really good. So yeah, and I don't know if you know what a yonder bag is. But it's it, basically it, it sounds sexual. Good. It's a pouch that at the entrance of the venue, they will have people handing out these pouches. You put your phone in there mm-hmm. and any type of smartwatch that you have, mm-hmm. and they seal it shut. Mm-hmm. And you are not allowed to use your phone at all. You can go and go to one of the people and have them unlock it, but you can only use it there. As soon as you walk away, that thing has to be locked. They had it at um, I wasn't there. I would love to have gone, but at PNC uh, Bank Art Center in Jersey, they had uh, it was Chris Rock and Kevin Hart, and they did the same thing. It's a big comedy thing because they're working out their sets. They don't want shit to go right. out. They might make a bad joke that popped the crowd, and then someone's going to put it on the internet, and you know, Kevin Hart's not going to be able to do the Oscars again or whatever. <laughs> whatever that was. Whatever reason this is this time. Yeah, whatever it is this time. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I had a valid reason. Point, okay. Point being. All right, fair enough. Uh, what's your excuse for the rest of the week? I watched the rest of the week. Did you watch Dynamite anytime during the week? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't have, I did not have a chance. Uh, I, don't know I, was, saw, I was, I was finishing the offer. I don't know if you were, oh, how was that? 
It was awesome. I mean, it. I, I that's on my list. I, I love to see that. Um, it's very good. It, but it sounds like you were highly suggested watching either the offer or Bill Burr for five days straight until we recorded the show. Yeah, I didn't have much time. Very. Busy. I only watched Dynamite Live. Very busy guy. You don't watch a recording. All of my rest. All of no. I can't record it. Oh, jeez. I do not have. We all are right, going to start behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, I got I it. I don't yes. have Apple Plus TBS. TV, whatever. Got it. Uh, I don't have TBS. I use my father's login on my Apple TV app. We, we're going to start a GoFundMe for you. Um, no, I don't whatever, want it. Whatever you can uh, contribute to Joe getting cable or even, I don't want even it. YouTube TV. I have the means to get cable. I it, do not want it. Even Hulu. Hulu. I have Hulu. Well, there you go. It's not on there. No, not the Hulu TV. Actually, I don't have Hulu anymore. I forgot about all that right. Okay. That one lapsed. <laughs> lapsed subscriptions is what we're talking about here on the show. Great. Uh, let's move on. So, uh, speaking of dynamite, uh, the uh, the quake by the lake. <laughs> these these names are great. Um, I, I first of all, and I'm I'm gonna pin. I'm gonna put a pin in this comment. I'm just I'm just gonna say Gun- Gunther and uh, Yvonne. That's I'm just gonna leave that there. Please remember I said that, and we'll get back to it. Gunther uh, and Ivan? Yes. And Ivan Dragoff, right? Okay. Oh, okay. oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Just, I'm, put, gotcha. I'm putting a pin on that, that match. Uh, Brody King versus Darby Allen. Uh, Lovely. Shit. Uh, Brody King gets busted up uh, early in the match. I think that this is going to sound stupid, but I have to ask this question just because I have to ask it. Is there now in AEW in the last couple weeks, maybe a couple months, too much blood? Yeah. Okay. It gets a little out of hand. It, because the, the first match and then the last match were just gushers. Absolute gushers. Yeah, but like they, they don't. Not taken away from the match because the Brody King Darby Allen was probably the best match of the night. But It's not taken away from the match, but it, it's also not adding to the match, which is the purpose of the blood in the first place. Correct. Right. Historically and is the purpose of the blood. The blood was only given as this match is going that extreme. But when it's every single match, then it's like, okay, well, then we're just now we're, we're just doing it just because we can do it. Exactly. When Eddie Guerrero popped a vein in his head, like that meant something because you didn't see that a lot. Right. Right. Um, the end of the match, this match was cool. I, I mean, it just, it, it was it, being in the arena, I'm sure you just, you saw this, but uh, lights went out and uh, the rest of the house came out and it was a coffin match. And so when Buddy goes to open the lid for said coffin to put Darby in it, please. The lights went out, came back and that's on. how the rest of them came out. Yes. Correct? Correct. Okay, I did not see that originally. Mm. And the, this entire time, I was going on the fact that Sting was in that coffin for, what, like 15 minutes while the match was going on before all this happened? Probably, yeah. No, but you're saying the lights went out. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so wait, he wasn't in. No, he wasn't in the coffin because they opened the coffin. They showed it inside the coffin, and then the match started. Lights went out as, as they do. Yeah. Okay, all right. Lights come back on. House of Black Mayor is standing Culpa. out there. <laughs> Glad you're right. House of Black comes out, and then Buddy opens the coffin, and Sting is inside the coffin. So during the the blackout, all this yeah, is yeah. going on, and obviously in an arena, it's not that black as as the cameras show. So you, I'm sure you saw this no. figure open up the door and get, get in, crawl in, close and if the you're door. Sitting in section seven, row seventeen, you're going to hear a bunch of chains clacking together yeah. as they walk <laughs> past you. <laughs> Great seats. Great seats. Uh, yeah. So it was just, that was a, that was a cool moment, and uh, Darby Allen gets the win. Um, we had a, a tornado tag team match 
with uh, Lucha Brothers taking on Andrade and Roosh. Um, and uh, a hell, Roosh. A hell of a match, too. Andrade and Roosh get, get the win on that one. Those um, guys have been fucking fighting each other for God knows how forever. long. Probably over a decade at this point. Young Bucks were backstage with Dark Order. That's when they had the very cringeworthy segment that we were asking Hangman to be his, uh, to be the third, and he declined, saying that he was backing up the uh, the Dark Order. Um, Jungle Boy on commentary. I still feel <laughs> that Christian is still the best heel in all of AEW. Go ahead. Yes, absolutely. But the name, really quickly, the name the Hung Bucks is fucking awesome. The Hung Bucks. <laughs> Did you just make that up, or have you heard that? No, that's a thing. I had never heard that. That's what that's what their trio was back in the day. The Hung Bucks. When Hangman and, and the Young Bucks were still in Bullet Club, okay, and they would run like just the three of them were doing matches. They mm. would refer to themselves as the Hung Bucks. Hysterical. Uh, I think that's that's insanely funny. Uh, Christian Cage, again, best best heel right now in the company. Uh, Miro, that's how, has words for House of Black. It was weird. Julia Hart comes out and and it, this is all a. a pre-tape segment and julie hart is is saying that uh, he should join miro should join the house of black and kind of shoes her away and mentions his hot wife again always a, a crowd favorite uh let's see here powerhouse hobbs gets interviewed by qt marshall and the factory uh jay lethal uh hits the ring there uh ricky starks against aaron solo with starks winning that um jade cargill versus the debut of madison rain who I, I remember watching her in, in TNA over 10 years ago. Um, I have zero idea who Madison Rain is. She's a multi-time champion with uh, Impact Wrestling. Okay, that's probably why. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I don't know if we've had this conversation. Have we ever talked about like TNA and like the, the, the heyday of TNA? Have you ever watched... We have there was a there was a time where uh, when I when I got back into wrestling in like the seventh si- like seventh eighth grade mm. like oh uh, five oh six something like that I would put on Monday nights I would go I would watch I would watch Raw because I didn't know what else was on actually this was it I used to watch CSI Miami at eight p.m. on Mondays <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, and I was watching it. I didn't want to wait for the commercials. This was before and I had DVR. I didn't want to wait for the commercials. So I would flip through the channels. And as I'm scrolling through the guide during commercial, I go, oh, shit. Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that when I was seven. So I turned it on. No, there you go. And then I started getting into it. Eventually, CSI Miami ended or I, I didn't watch CSI Miami anymore or whatever it was. And yeah, I was I'm watching sure Raw that. mainly. Mm-hmm. And then I go, hang on a sec. There's another channel that has a wrestling show on in my head because I don't know anything. You know, Internet wasn't prevalent back then. Mm. It, I go, let me let me switch to Spike because that's what I remember it being on. Yeah. So I go over to Spike and TNA was on and I would see fucking I think I, I remember seeing was it Samoa Joe is X Division champion. AJ Styles was there, uh, by the way. But really quickly jumping to Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Now that we're on the TNA topic, we're in a segue. They were billing, a segue within a segue. Yes, go ahead. Yes, exactly. They were billing uh, uh, AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley as the first time ever. Okay. Uh, is that true? Have did they never? I'm not saying to look it up right now. Just talking piece, really. Mm. Have they not a single time faced each other in like TNA or I'd have to look it up, but I like don't that? think Lashley and Styles were there at the same 
time? They might have. I, I would have to look, look that up. I'm not exactly sure if Lashley, because I know he was he was there for a couple years, but I don't know if it was the same time that Styles was was still there. Because I remember he might like, Lashley he might well and, and and Bully had had they had to have had locked up in TNA stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who Bobby Lashley was running. Oh, Kurt Angle. We know that mm-hmm. those are the names I remember seeing on, on, uh, on TNA. Oh, here's a name I remember seeing on TNA. Mm. It was roughly around the same time that Snooki was on uh, was in WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, uh, Angelina did a did a say did a. Uh, yeah, story no, she yeah she was on, in, uh, in TNA. Yeah. On on Impact. Yeah. yeah, I remember that part. But yeah, no, I I never really paid attention to TNA. Uh. It, it, for a very brief time, it was very good. And for a very brief time, it was better than WWE in its storylines. They had uh, the main event, main event mafia, who was uh, you know Kevin Nash, Kurt Angle, Booker T. Staying. I have seen a multitude of uh, Facebook videos on TNA storylines and all that stuff. And it was really good. Um, yeah, Dick, Dixie Carter was was like the McMahon. Uh, e- evil uh heel uh mcmahon in in tna um there was so the a- height of ec3 was when i was watching tna yeah That's that, that was, was the height of ec3 yeah. um and then the complete ripoff of nwo in the aces and eights but aces and eights were really cool and uh they were probably one of the best factions that tna had come up with and that's all thanks to uh to bully um yeah so there's there was a lot of of Cool things. I mean, Jay Lethal and that. If you go on YouTube and that Jay, Jay Lethal segment with Ric Flair and and them having the woo off, like just classic. And, and the matches that they had, uh, the, the 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 debate of the six sided ring will live on forever <laughs> for for TNA lore because that was a thing when it first started and Hogan came in and tried to uh, put it back to the four sided ring when he had pull there and um yeah, but TNA TNA was a was a a thing and, and Jeff Jarrett has a lot of it should be given a lot of credit for coming up with this other entity. Yes. Here's a quick another segment really uh, you had mentioned Aces and Eights and I'm really happy you brought that up. Mm. I listen to a history podcast. Like a 30 minute, 25 minute podcast every day, you know, 5 days a week tells you what happened on that day. August 2nd, 1876 was uh, at a poker table in the town of Deadwood, a buffalo hunter-turned-prospect named Jack McCall murders the legendary gunslinger, frontiersman, and folk hero Wild Bill Hickok. Ah. Now, I mention that because he died at a poker table. He was shot by this guy named Jack McCall. Okay. Do you know why Aces and Eights was a thing? Uh, I they don't. call They call Aces and Eights the dead man's hand okay because the legendary gunslinger wild bill hilk hickok Mm -hmm. got shot at a poker table and his winning hand was two black aces two black eights so if i if i could ask bully ray any so, one question in history is that why you named it aces and eights is that why you named it aces and eights it's a good, good question. really happy bro i was trying to figure out how to work that into this conversation there's got to be something something online that the reason why he named it that i'm sure if we search it it's, it's, well it's sure because you. historically that hand at hand if you're a card player that hand is known as the dead man's hand right same way snake eyes is known as two ones when you roll dice sure I'm sure, but I'm sure he's he's explained that 
the the name it the naming of the group um oh i'm sure he has i just never knew it and then i i i heard that and i was like holy shit the more you know um the main event of dynamite was um your interim champion which they sound as tired as we are as far as saying interim champion uh he's just a champ uh WWE doesn't have interim champions. I think it's stupid. We're not. It's not a placeholder. He, he, uh, Punk was hurt. You got to relinquish it. Yeah, just make him a multi-time champ at that point. That's really if it. Punk's gonna win. Just make him a two-time champ. He'll be a two-time champ. That's it. He <laughs> wouldn't have been the first time. The first two-time champ. It's not that big a deal. That's no, not. Uh, Moxley being the first two-time champ is a big deal. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good thing. Sure. The interim thing kind of throws it away. Uh, so Moxley versus Lionheart. Chris Jericho, and somehow, some way, I, I guess because of Khan's deep pockets, he was able to get his his WCW theme music. Go ahead, you're saying no? Why? I I was hearing. I don't remember. I I never saw Lionheart Chris Jericho perform at any point in my life, but I have been reading and I've been hearing that it was not WCW Lionheart music. It was ECW Lionheart. Music, oh, okay. The predecessor to WCW Lionheart. Okay. Before. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I wasn't trying to think of what the word meant. <laughs> I know what predecessor means. <laughs> I was trying to think of what the, the timeline if he was in ECW before WCW. Yeah, he was. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I mean before. Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, as I mentioned before, uh, just a ton of blood uh, and from the get-go. Um, and again, not to take away from the fact that it was a really good match, especially with how it ended. Um, we had a, uh, win over Moxley with, with Moxley. He is, uh, retains the title. Um, but then we had, uh, the, uh, JAS come out and start, uh, running roughshod and then, uh, black, uh, combat came out and, uh, kind of even the odds. And then all of a sudden you hear the music. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know if I, I do not have it. You hear the music uh. and, uh. Yeah, it's it's cult of personality, and and he runs out, runs out, and I guess his legs are right, <laughs> so he runs out, takes care of everybody, and goes face to face with Moxley, and then gets the uh, the little birdie to his face, and we have established this this storyline, which I think is great. Um, but apparently, as I, I liked it, I mentioned before, he's he's not clear to, to wrestle, so in the meantime, we'll just have some back and forth uh, jabbing with words. The only thing I didn't like, and it made Punk look weak in my eyes. Hmm. Was that, for lack of a better term, Moxley sunned him. He did. It's the best way I can put it. He did. Moxley sunned him and then got outside the ring and started cackling like little schoolgirls with his buddy Claudio right to his face. Mm -hmm. If I was punk in that segment, I would have gone outside, (laughs) mushed his face, and then kept walking up the ring while my music plays. And then have Claudio try to hold him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Like I, I felt, I felt that was a little. Uh, there was a lot left to be desired there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's kind of weird. I agree. But I guess that's what happens when you think on the fly instead of thinking it out beforehand. <laughs> you do this, I do this. You come out, I leave. <laughs> that was my Moxley impression. I don't know if anybody caught that. <laughs> no, I did not catch that. And then fade to black. Uh, so that was quick by the lake. Uh, uh, SmackDown was was good. Raw was <laughs> Raw was even better. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that because I I really want 
WWE be good. I've always wanted and cheered for it <laughs> to be good, and it just was not, and now it is. Uh, we had great matches uh, for Raw. We had, um, again, we had a, a return. Um, uh, starting starting off with uh, Judgment Day, I really feel, you know, <laughs> when I'm watching Judgment Day, I still I still have no idea what the purposes of them other than just being a, a heel faction with really good wrestlers in a group that still makes no sense to me. But if, if there's any positive out of this group that I'm taking from it, it's that Rhea Ripley is looking hella strong and she yeah. should fight Rey Mysterio. I think the hella two of them. Foin. What? Hella foin. Hella foin. <laughs> foin. Uh, <laughs> she, she's a lot. Uh, I would love to see Rey and her fight. And actually yes, put on legit, absolutely. Like, like legit match. Um, yeah. So I think I, if there's any positive uh, out of this this group, it's that Rhea Ripley and 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 she should at some point get the belt really soon and yes. have a better run this time because of her heel ways. Uh, then she's the best heel in that group, and she'd be a great heel uh, heel champ. Um, I think we're also starting to see. Little crumbs of Finn two point of uh, Finn black and gold coming out again. Yes, Fergal black and gold. I like heel Fergal. <laughs> yes, me too. I love heel Fergal, especially in NXT. I think that was his best character was he was in NXT. Yes, uh, black and gold. Uh, let's see, Alexa Bliss and Oscar defeating uh, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop for the women's tag title tournaments. Uh, the Miz and Champa defeating Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. Uh, Champa, they're pushing him. him to the moon he is he's gonna be ic or u.s title champ at some point uh after yeah. after him and Miz break up and uh yeah last uh, week's match i believe that was last week between him and lashley chomp on lashley mm-hmm, which was amazing it was amazing that was the classic i could have seen Champa walking away with that title and then also the next week turning on the Miz, and he's a face now Chomp is a face. I, it, it, Chomp is a face. Mm-hmm. I could have seen that happening in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay that they didn't go that way because you can see Chompa now starting to get the rumblings of I fucking hate this guy. Even though I guess I'm on his side for now. Mm-hmm. But uh, really last week's that? match was... I don't get what? that. I don't get that yet. Gave in him, like facial features. He gave him the card. See, he's, he's like talking. He's... You'll see Chompa talking and mm-hmm. then Miz will butt out of nowhere. And then Champo just get calm and look at the sky and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, notice like the way he moves his face. It's, okay. it's very telling. Uh, okay. But the, last week's match was a classic case of going over versus getting over. Mm. To me, Champa so deep. Uh, uh, Lashley went over in the match. Mm. Champa got over in the match. Yes. Okay. So, and I'm really, I, I, I am really happy if 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 Hunter. Uh, goes back to doing that so i feel like that used to happen a lot like that was a, a it's a classic wrestling trope hmm. going over versus getting over everybody knows it if, you, if you're a, a, a fucking mizark like the rest of us you know exactly what it means exactly but uh, i haven't really seen it a lot now it is like recently with vince has just been throw everything throw two pickles on the wall and see who fucking gets down <laughs> to the ground first what an analogy um Mentioned it before with uh, Drew McIntyre. He was on the mic talking about uh, uh, the Tribal Chief, and then Owens comes out, and the two of them 
do the classic, I've been here way long and I deserve respect and you're going to give it to me. And they just went back and forth to each other until Drew said the awful, we're going to fight new awful, awful word wrestle. Yeah. Let's wrestle. Oh my God. No more sports entertainment. Let's wrestle. And they did for a banger of a match. The entire night was just great. Um, Can we call this WWE's pro wrestling era? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have entered the Triple H slash uh, pro wrestling era. Uh, (laughs) um, This match did not end with a winner, which I always hate the DQ finish, but I will tell you this actually worked. And it worked because I, I did not mind this. As a matter of fact, I thought it, it worked and it, it was well played with the Usos interfering because they're, they're, as Drew mentioned on his promo, they have gone back, as I've stated in the past, and they quietly did without any mention of anything else. They've gone back to uh, the brand split, and uh, which is fine. I'm, I'm well, all well and good with that. So when Drew mentioned that he's supposed to be on SmackDown and he's over here on Raw... You knew this was kind of it was it was a little different, something different happening here. And so when the Usos interfering with this in this match to cause the DQ, I thought worked. And then you know KO, even though he no nobody got the win, uh, KO gaining over as far as uh, beating his ass. It all makes sense with the brand split mm. because Hence if why, why they're also pushing these belts too. Exactly, and if uh, if there is a brand split. The Usos are tag team champions for both brands, so logistically they can be there. McIntyre mm. is trying to push himself as being the next champion, which means he would have both belts for each brand, mm-hmm. one for each brand, which means he logistically could be there. Like, I, I appreciate when it's done correctly, right. is what I'm trying to say. And this, to me, was done correctly, so I wasn't mad at it. Not at all. Even with the DQ finish, I know we don't like D- not a lot of people like DQ finish. I don't think anybody. I think it's a lazy finish. way of a lazy writing to get yeah, DQ. But sometimes like this, it works in the story, and I'm okay with it. It made sense. Um, we had that segment we talked about uh, previously with the uh, with Riddle and Rollins and the the fake <laughs> the fake basement with the with the lava lamp. I love that he had, he had a lava lamp in the on the table. Um, I didn't like that. I think that's like it would it would be something that I think that, that was a, stone, a shitty writer move. That's it's something that's cheap that it was probably in, in a in a prop box somewhere and that a stoner would have. So here's a lava lamp, plug it in, and he's in his basement. I mean, I unless, unless unless you you rolled him a blunt and he was smoking in, in the in the room. See, okay. now you're talking. Now you're talking. What will be? Who will be the first company? All right. to have smoking on like smoking weed. Well, it has to be. WWE, they have a character who's high all the time. Yeah, but WWE higher ups would never allow that. AEW, that might happen. <laughs> it might. Okay. You know what they should have done? Here's what they should have done. I know you're doubting Classic, classic from the grandma's from grandma's boy. Okay. You legitimate. You buy a legitimate bong. Okay. And put flowers in it. Uh. That's that's what they did in grandma's boy. This okay. is a vase, and the grandma had flowers in, in, in the guy's bong. Huh. That's, I think, that's, I think, the way to go. <laughs> you don't have to even show that it's a bong. You could turn the little pipe piece thing. See what I did? Yeah, I'm hell, trying to hell, hell easy. Yeah, just that action. 
That action was, <laughs> was weird. Yeah, you could put the stem, you turn it around, hide it out of camera view, put a couple flowers in there, and then people see a bunch of different chambers, and you and me go, wait, uh-huh. wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> I, I know what you did that. there. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, that would be very cool. Uh, so Riddle comes out, uh, absolutely destroys him. Again, he was very coherent <laughs> in this entire segment. Uh, go back and watch it on the network. Uh, this is awesome. And see any time that he's on, on TV. It's hysterical. I'm, I'm telling you. He it, turns it on when he needs to be. It's appointment television to go watch him as high as he is. In fact, in, I don't think I've ever, ever visually seen someone so high. If they ever do a, if they ever do a remake of, of Dude, Where's My Car? I don't think Riddle should be the lead of it in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a cameo by Riddle and Rob Van Dam would be like if they the did most perfect thing ever. The reboot of you know Up in Smoke, dude, he would be bro. This, this yeah. <laughs> Between that and Up in Smoke, like, he would he would be a star. Uh, Veer Mahan uh, beats this uh, no a jobber, and uh, they better figure out something to do with this guy because he's a very intimidating gentleman that has no. And he's very well spoken. Is he? I think so. Yes, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> he, he there's nothing behind him as far as the character goes. So they, they need to do something quick. Uh, Lashley and Styles for the U.S. title, just uh, outstanding. Uh, Lashley retains. Uh, Dakota Kai squashing Dana Brooke. Um, you saw that coming. Uh, Theory defeating Dolph Ziggler, and that was your main event, and that was Raw, and every single one. The amount of matches that we had: one, two, three. Four, five, and six, and seven, and seven. Seven matches. And seven, eight, nine. Seven matches. Um, that's 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 a lot, and that's for for a three hour show. And each match went, you know, minimum ten minutes. Uh, I, I, <laughs> we did have a Dexter Loomis segment. Technically, go on. There was a piece where Dexter Loomis did appear. Okay. If you notice, at some point during the uh, I, I during this. the broadcast, mm-hmm. uh, the commentary table, like there was a bunch of security over by the commentary table, mm-hmm. and someone had, I guess, crossed the barrier, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They made mention of it, and then the thing cut to commercial. Ah, and okay. then nobody mentioned it after that. Okay. So, I'm almost certain. Slow I read build. it on the Twitter machine. Slow build. That there was a Dexter Loomis impact right there. If not, it was a crazed fan that maybe Corey Graves had catfished or someone <laughs> posing as. Let me rephrase that. Uh-huh. Someone posing as Corey Graves had catfished. <laughs> Don't let Carmella hear this. Um, that Carmella will straight up murder someone murder. if they try to get after Corey Graves. Murder. Yeah. Uh, that was that was raw. Like I said, SmackDown was really good. Raw, uh, really good. Uh, I'm all for this new direction. And uh, so far, with Clash at the Castle. We have, let's see here. I have four matches. Come on, say it with, say it with your chest. Clash, clash at the castle. Cla- I can't. <laughs> <laughs> clash at the castle. It's awful. Just awful. At the castle. Uh, it's just awful. Uh, four matches I have here. I have Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. And, which, by the way, I, I, I like the... Uh, the Ronda Rousey segment. I, I love that she came through the crowd. I love that she just was in the ring. She just dumped some money and, and just left. And we're setting up some four horsewomen uh, situation here with Shayna and, and Ronda. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think, we are. Uh, you know what? 
when I saw this segment, Liv- I mean, we'll never get him back because Marine is doing her thing in AEW. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that I mean they, they can't take it off now because Liv Morgan just got it. But Shayna Baszler as NXT champ was yep. hella great, and yep. I think she'd be hella great on SmackDown. She'd be perfect, um, especially now if if you don't have if we're still waiting on Sasha Banks. There's no Charlotte right now, uh, and 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 uh, Bailey's over on Raw. I think this is uh, this is the way to go with with Shayna Baszler. Maybe not now, but at some point. And then they're doing something. Something is happening. Something's happening. If Shayna does win this, though, that just that little segment that was before the contract sign, or yeah, during the contract signing, is set up perfectly with Shayna against uh, Ronda, and I think that's a perfect storyline too to to kind of go into um, as far as their past yeah. and now they're they're confronting each other. Uh, and then the main event with Roman Reigns against uh, Drew McIntyre. At the Clash of Drew, the Castle. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Drew. Does he win? Drew? Or do they go with the classic Vince McMahon losing your quote-unquote hometown? Although, Drew's from Scotland. <laughs> this Same. is in Wales. Okay. UK. It's like it's like saying that fucking Seamus, Seamus, Butch, and Ridge Holland all grew up together. <laughs> Seamus is like fucking 45, bro. <laughs> Yo, I oh, I man. shit you not. Uh, I'm pretty sure the difference in age between Seamus and Butch is the same between you and me. Okay, well let's see here. Seamus, Seamus, I'm going to say is 43, 44. He's it, whoa. He's actually Seamus is born at four days before me. Four, like actually three weeks after me. <laughs> three three weeks after me, he's the same age, 44. Uh, and Pete Dunn, I'm going to say born 93. Pete Dune. Yep. Please hold Denani. 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 Shanana. Na, na, na. Uh, he is 28. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Born yeah. 93 or 94? 93. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same fucking thing. It really is. And I'm having to hold you back from doing something stupid. Like, it's, it's, we have the same the same kind of dynamic. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Rich Holland. I'm done. That's it. Let's see. Rich Holland is. Uh, he's right in the middle. He's thirty-four. So it's like, yeah, have, dude. Like, they have the twenties, thirties, and forties. Somehow grew up together they on the all, mean streets of whatever United Kingdom country they want to fucking go to this time. It all makes sense. It's all logical. It could have happened. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else that we need to discuss before uh, we move on with our lives and watch some more hours and hours of wrestling? Live wrestling for you. Yes, live wrestling. Yeah. Uh no, I'm I'm done. I need to well, have you seen the captain yet? I have not. Uh I, I neither will I need be. to see it. I did watch the last episode, like which I mean I kinda knew what his career was, but uh, uh I'll cry. I did watch Solid Chance. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. I I I'll definitely be watching it. But uh it was it was the last episode with uh, him getting inducted. And uh, them interviewing Michael Jordan, him being at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, yeah. Well, well, Jeter's a Sport, Jordan ambassador, so this makes true. sense. It all makes sense. Uh, so we mentioned it's what not happens. just one goat talking to another goat. <laughs> There's a reasoning behind it. All dude. the goats. Uh, mentioned what happening. Uh, we already talked about tonight on uh, Dynamite, and yeah, that's it. All right. We that was go. a lot. That was a that lot. That was a lot for a slow. That was week. a lot for nothing. 
<laughs> for nothing right. that was going on. We talked it beforehand. We were like, really nothing going on. We'll just I'll just pull up some bullshit articles and we'll talk about some wrestling that happened. And an hour and twenty seven minutes later, we give this to you, the people. So thank you. The people. The, pe- <laughs> the people. So with that being said, Clash of the Castle uh, happening very soon. AEW Dynamite tonight. If there is anything you want to talk about, please hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. Sons of Slam on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Guys, thank you so very much again for listening. Uh, give us the feedback and let us know anything else before we head on out. I'm out of here. I'm done. I tap out. <laughs> He's tapping. He's tapping. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you guys so very much. We will see you guys next week. Bye. The Sons of Slam Podcast.